Hey, I'm Danny Purrington, and you're listening to the Rooted Creative Podcast. I'm an elopement photographer who loves anything grilled cheese and traveling to weird and wild places around the globe. After being an entrepreneur for four years and building a six-figure business that I love running, I'm here to teach you everything from actionable tips on running a successful and thriving business to what's on my heart and how we can continuously seek to glorify Jesus even in our businesses. So here we go. Are you ready? Hey everybody, long time, no talk. It has been a hot second since I have hopped on the podcast and the reason for that is because I had COVID this past week and it was, it kicked my butt. I went two years without having COVID and then all of a sudden I got it and I was down for the count and it was not fun. Um, So thank you everybody for your patience as we did not have an episode last week because I was just really ill and needed some time to recover. So I'm happy to be back today and to be talking about this topic a little more um, because it's something that is unexpected when we get sick. Like we don't plan on getting sick. And as you can still hear in my voice, I am still recovering. Um, COVID was a wild and crazy illness. So, you know, I want to talk about today what happens when you catch COVID. And let's say you have like a wedding that weekend or you have a project coming up. Um, and even just like replace COVID with what happens when you get sick and you're a business owner. And like, what do you do? Who's running your business for you when you're not feeling well, right? Um, well, maybe you haven't hired anyone to help you, like a virtual assistant. Um, maybe you still have deadlines to meet and galleries to deliver, or even worse, projects and shoots to attend in person, yet you're positive with COVID or the flu, and you're feeling absolutely crummy with a sickness. So what the heck are you supposed to do when that happens? Well, story time. Um, I'm going to dive into my COVID experience and As some of you may know, if you were following my story, I did have a wedding um, in the midst of my illness. And so what I did during that and what I did to manage that while I was sick home with COVID um, is something that I want to talk about because this illness really humbled me, like really humbled me. So the day after I had a shoot in Laguna Beach with this awesome couple, where I'm, I'm local to Laguna Beach. So it was a, it was a local shoot, but the next day I got home and I started feeling really, really, really ill. Like I felt like I was hit by a truck. I had chills. I was achy, completely not feeling well. Um, and you know, I was hopeful thinking, okay, maybe it's not COVID, maybe it's the flu. So I'm just going to spend today in bed and, uh, hopefully feel better the next day. Um, but I definitely knew I was sick. I knew I had some type of illness. I knew it wasn't just like a, you know, I had low blood sugar and I needed to eat something. Like I was definitely sick. And I was really, really hoping it was the flu, obviously. But fast forward two days spent in bed, not feeling well at all still, um, not being on my email, not being on social media at all because I just couldn't mentally handle it. I literally binged Bridgerton, you guys, and like, like, one day, like probably like six hours. I was done with Bridgerton and, um, it was great. Season two was awesome. Go watch it. But okay. I I was still sick though after two days. And I was like, this is not normal. Also, I still had a fever, a really, really, really bad fever. So I was like, this is not my normal. So I decided to take an at home COVID test to see what was going on. 
And the test wasn't even finished processing. And there was a line that was showing, making it a fat positive. So I was like, oh gosh, I got COVID. So now that I knew I had COVID and I had a wedding that next Saturday, this was Sunday when I took the test, what was I supposed to do? I definitely had a moment of panic as I realized that I may not be able to make it to this wedding if I was still positive and showing symptoms. So I set a deadline for myself. If by Wednesday I was still positive and showing symptoms, I would have to go with my associate. And at that point, I would alert the bride. I didn't want to alert her on Sunday because I didn't want her to freak out and panic um, for no reason if I started to feel better. So I was like, Wednesday seems like a good enough day to kind of make that decision and hop on the phone with her once I, I know what I'm doing. So this in turn, obviously led to me finding an associate to cover for me as a backup, just in case, and making sure that I also found a photographer that was up to my caliber to do so. Um, Just because I am in the higher price range, so I need an associate that can obviously match that amount of quality work that I also produce on a wedding day. So what the heck like where do where the heck do you even go to find an associate, right? Like if you don't have an associate on your team, uh, just like as a part of your team, where do you go to find someone? Well, luckily there are many Facebook groups with photographers that are hungry for work. Um, talented photographers too. A lot of them are really talented. So I put out a message on multiple channels looking for someone to help. I gave the details of the wedding, the venue hours and pay. I had a few photographers reach out And after vetting each of them and going through and doing my research, I was able to find a photographer who I felt could do a great job associating, um, doing an associate photography job for me. But what would have happened if I didn't find someone to do it for me or if the people that reached out just weren't exactly what I was looking for? What if no one commented or was available? Well, worst case... I would have looked up photographers in the area that the wedding was, which was in Santa Cruz. It's not where I live. Um, But I I would have looked up photographers that are local to the area, so I wouldn't have to pay for extra travel. And I started seeing who's available. It takes a lot of research to do. Um, Thankfully, though, and, and also I'll say this. If you don't already have friends like throughout different areas in the nation too, or you don't have a friend that's local to like where that wedding is going to be, um, that's when you would go and have to do research. But if you have friends that are local to the area, then it's a lot easier to ask them to associate um, just because you already know them and you trust them. But thankfully though, I was able to find someone who could cover for me from the Facebook group on Sunday, a few days before I had to make a decision on whether or not I was going to go. So I let Kelsey, the girl who was going to associate for me, um, I let her know what the situation was, if she felt comfortable, and if she had a second shooter that she could find uh, that she felt comfortable shooting with since the couple had also hired a second shooter. After confirmation with her, I sent her an associate contract just in case to have her all locked in legally. And to get this contract, I highly recommend having your second shooters and your associates sign a contract um, to make it legal, but uh, I got this contract from the legal page. So I sent her that contract to make it all legal, to get her locked in and to make sure that our plan was a go. And then when Wednesday rolled around and I still had symptoms, I could barely talk actually, just cause I had so much like phlegm going on. It was terrible. Um, 
I definitely knew I was still contagious. So I made the decision to go with the associate and I called the bride to give her the lowdown. Of course, we try and avoid these, (laughs) we try and avoid these hard conversations. Wow. Words are hard as much as possible. But in this case, it was extremely important for her to know what was going on, obviously, and that I had a plan in place to make sure that her day ran as smoothly as possible, regardless, because the last thing a bride wants to hear on her wedding week is that her photographer can't come because of COVID. Like, let the stress ensue. Am I right? So when I called her, I was honest with her, but I reassured her that I had a plan and that I was here to help her with any questions, that I would still be editing her photos, that I was still going to be her main contact. Kelsey was just going to be there on my behalf physically. And I wanted to make sure also that she felt taken care of. And I told her, Um, that we would schedule a Zoom meeting with all three of us, including the associate photographer, so that the bride could meet the photographer face-to-face before the wedding day and feel more confident about her as well. Because one thing that I really value with my clients um, is having that face-to-face interaction before the wedding day, just so they feel comfortable, right? So I wanted to keep that value strong by having a Zoom meeting with all of us so uh, so that she can meet the associate photographer and still feel really comfortable. So when Thursday came and we all hopped on the Zoom call, it went really well. And I could definitely tell that the bride felt more comfortable. I'm also so thankful that the associate I chose was so attentive and amazing at what she does. And she was just on board with everything that I, that I was asking. So, um, that was just like a godsend, but yeah. So what's the point of all this, right? Well, sometimes the unexpected happens and with something with like an absolute date, like a wedding date, we need to be able to have measures in place to help with a backup plan. Whether that's having a photographer on reserve leading up to the wedding day or having friends in the area that you know could cover for you, God forbid something happens, or having a second shooter booked that you feel confident enough could associate for you if worse comes to worse, you know? So honestly, one of the best business practices that we can have, especially in the wedding industry is having a backup plan because what happens if your car breaks down or if you have a family emergency, or if you catch COVID, it's stressful to think about, but you don't want it to be too late before you realize you should have had something in place in the meantime. So how to prepare for this? If it ever happens to you, God forbid, here are my three top tips. Okay. Number one, Be involved in your community, get in Facebook groups, make photographer friends throughout the nation, especially if you travel for weddings and elopements, attend workshops or networking events and meet new photographers. All of that will help you in a situation like this when you're scrambling, hopefully you're not scrambling too hard, but when you're in a situation where you realize you need someone to back up for you, you have that community that can step in. Number two, have a plan. If something goes wrong unexpectedly, we can't plan for things that are unexpected, but we can be prepared to take action for when they do. Make sure you have a plan in place for a plan B just in case in any aspect of your business too, especially like if you're planning locations and all that, like have backup locations because you just never know what's going to happen with weather or if someone gets COVID, you know, you never know what's going to happen. So have a plan B or have one at least prepared and in mind. Number three, have someone here to help so that you can rest when you're sick. Okay. We didn't really talk about this, but when you're not feeling well, you don't want to be on your email. You don't want to be on social media. Like I just needed a mental break. I wasn't even on Instagram scrolling mindlessly. Like I was just off because I just needed to recover. And so I was obviously not marketing. I was not doing my normal 
business stuff, but I had an associate, a virtual assistant, sorry, not an associate. I had a virtual assistant who was able to hop on my emails for all the inquiries that were coming in because as we know, we have to respond to those timely. Um, so she was handling that and also all of the Instagram for rooted and all that stuff that she normally does. So it was nice having her just to be able to fall back on, to be able to help me out a little bit because I was just not, not doing well. So it was good to have someone. So whether that's hiring a virtual assistant to hop on your emails or having an associate photographer in-house on reserve to cover for you for other sessions like engagement sessions and all that, or if you can reschedule, consider having a team to help you so that you can take as much needed time to rest because resting when you're sick is so important. And the last thing you want to be doing is working, right? Normal people get sick days at work. So we also need sick days. We need, but because we are typically the only ones running our business, we need to have a plan in place in case that happens um, to be able to still have our business running so that we can still be resting. And that's why having, I think a virtual assistant has been like the biggest thing for me. All right, guys, COVID sucks. Uh, You could still hear it in my voice. I'm just like trying to recover still. And it's been like, gosh, it's been like 15 days now. I got it probably like April 1st. April 2nd. So it's, uh, not been fun, but you know, we're here and, uh, we've learned a lot and we're recovering. And the good news is I have natural immunity now. So hopefully I don't get it for a while again. <laughs> I don't know why it took two years to get this though. Honestly, like I've been traveling since May of 2020. So I think maybe because I was pregnant and I was like home for five months, that my immune system just kind of maybe went down a little bit because I wasn't out and traveling. And then, you know, the first time I hopped on a plane, I got COVID. So fun times. Okay. That's all I have for you today, guys. Let me know what you think. Um, I would love to hear from you. So get in the Facebook group, let us know what's going on, how you're feeling. Um, you know, I would love to hear from you. Get involved in the community. Hey, that's a great community to get involved in. The Rooted Creative community on Facebook if you want more of that community. Also, I just need to do a shameless plug, but Rooted Hawaii is coming up in September. Um, Tax season is over. So if you just paid your taxes and you're just like feeling a little bit of relief, consider coming to Hawaii. We would love to have you. (coughs) Woo! Got a cough there. Okay. Um, anyways, that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in, leave a review, get in the group, all the good things. And for more information on Rooted Hawaii, you can go to rootedwrkshp.com slash Hawaii dash workshop. Thanks everybody for listening. Have a wonderful Wednesday and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Rooted Creative Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more tips and leave a review to help get the word out about our podcast. Resources and notes about what we talked about today are also available at www.rootedwrkshp.com slash show notes, all for free. I'm so excited you tuned in today and I can't wait to share more with you soon. Until next time and God bless.